0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Elaine B, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. Today is Friday, November 3rd, 2017. Today we're reading from the Big Book, and we are on page XIII, the Forward to the First Edition, and we'll be reading and commenting on the first paragraph. Today's readers are Donna L. for the 12 Steps, Rocky I. for the 12 Traditions, Sylvia F., Penny LC, and Ashley P. The reference number for yesterday's 10 a.m. meeting, Thursday, November 2nd, is 10616. That's 10,616. The reference number for this morning's meeting at 7 a.m. for Friday, November 3rd is 10620. OA's tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a vision for you, good book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Donna L. to read the 12 steps. Is there one to unmute,
1: please, Donna?
2: Donna L. Sorry, I got muted again. (laughs) Um, here are the twelve steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will, for us and for the power to carry that out. Twelve, having a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice
0: these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me just this. Thank you, Donna Al. I'll now ask Rocky I to read the Twelve Traditions.
3: Good morning, good nightly hood. Yes, Rocky, thank you. All right, good morning. This is Rocky with cover in Tempe, Arizona. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon you AA unity. OA unity. Two, for a group purpose, there's one but primary, ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern Three, the only requirement for AA membership is the desire to stop drinking. Four, each group should be autonomous, accepting matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an AA and OA group are never endorse finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise less problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting declining outside contributions. Eight, OA, uh, operators and animals should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such are never, indoor, are never reorganized, that we might create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, overeaters and has have no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name and never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public, uh, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and film. Twelve, anonymity and spirituality um, and the spiritual, sorry, twelve anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Eye. How our meeting works. Our
0: meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence required for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There's no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page XXI, the forward to the first edition, and we're reading and commenting on the first paragraph.
4: I will ask Sylvia F. to begin reading. Good morning. Uh, Thank you so much for your service and um, so happy to be with all of you on the line. This is Sylvia F recovered in uh, Northern California. Forward to the first edition. This is the forward as it appeared in the first printing of the first edition in 1939. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book for them we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be necessary we think this account of our experiences will help everyone to better understand the alcoholic many do not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person and besides we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all this is Sylvia F., and what a chock-full paragraph, which is why we're doing it um, two days. You know, that, And um, there's so many important words. Uh, what I wanna focus on, just a reminder that this is the we of Alcoholics Anonymous. And so this is the first time in the 1930s that um, the alcoholics had hope that they could recover from what, a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And so this was so and, and that's what they're sharing with us is that we can have hope that we can be recovered. And when I first came in and heard the word recovered, I thought that that was um, a word of ego and a word of better than. And what I love about this book is that if I'm going to uh, show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered, one of the words I'm gonna to have to use is recovered just because it's not being used in the rooms is not the reason for me not to use it. So I do use it when I go into the, into, uh, into the rooms so I can carry the message. So what are we talking about? We're, we're talking about uh, recovering from the seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And if you're, if you're new to um, a vision or new to the big book study, there's a reason that, there's, uh, that this has grown so. This meeting has grown so much in the past uh, four or five years, and I think that there's more than 4,500 of us now, and it's because it works. And it says um, a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. The first thing that I did when I had to cam- come in is I had to trust my recovered sponsor when she said you got to put the plug in the jug, and we're going to work the steps precisely how this book tells us to. So there was no wiggle room. This is what we had to do. And for me, that was a relief because I could see that the person who was helping me had what I wanted. They had freedom. And so, um, and, and it says, we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be necessary. Wouldn't it be lovely if I didn't need to go out anymore? And get desperate again and desperate again. What if this was my last desperation? And for me, that did happen. Uh, one thing that happened to me uh, 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 two days ago, and I see my time is almost up and I'll wind up. Uh, I, someone saw me that hadn't seen me for a couple of years, maybe two years. And my, my weight has been continuously going down and I have had a freedom in my life, a very happy life. Uh, happy joyous and free even on even on the bumpy times and she looked at me and she could see how different I looked and this has been happening over a period of 13 years so it's not like you know this is a a rapid but she could see that I looked different and so she looked at me and she says yeah oh my god you look great you look great because I'm in this normal body weight right and I could look at her and say I feel great and that is the miracle of following these precise directions. If you're new, I hope you come along. It's, it works, and that's why we're here. And I pass. Thank you very much, Sylvia
0: F. Who would like to comment today on that paragraph?
5: Len P. Len Kathleen M.
6: Danielle M.
7: Kathleen O.
6: I heard
0: Kathleen O and Danielle. I believe it was. One more?
8: Mo H
0: and Mo H. That's a great lineup. Thank you so much. Len P, Penny L C, Kathleen M, Danielle C, Kathleen O, and Mo H. I think that's right. <laughs> Please go ahead, Len P, <laughs> followed by Penny L C.
9: This is Len P from sunny Southern California calling for my hot tub and and uh, I love the fact that we you read the big book in its entirety, right from the beginning, because right in the beginning, it tells what is going to happen and what we are, which is, you know, we are um, people who are, who have a disease not only of the mind, but body. We have, you know, allergy of the body and a strange mental twist of the mind. And the fact that we are, in fact, recovered, and, you know, I was in a meeting, not well, actually earlier this week, and it was a face-to-face meeting. And unfortunately, there was a lot of laughter um, in regard to that. People were joking, saying, oh, I'm recovered, and everyone would laugh, ha, 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 because the assumption was no one gets recovered. And yet, right in the beginning of the big book, it tells us that that is the promise that we can have and achieve if we do the work necessary, and the work is addressing not only the allergy of the body, but the emotional and mental twist and getting out of that, you know, horrific um, cycle of that first bite and going back into addiction and relapsing and relapsing and relapsing. And, you know, the fact is is that this group, as uh, my sponsor would say, is the renaissance of OA, you know, it's going to, I think, is going to really give supercharged. Uh, recovery the way the big book promises. And that's why we're focusing on the big book. And I'm just entirely grateful that finally, after 18 years of languishing in meetings that would laugh at the word recovered, um, you know, that now I can understand and fully appreciate that feeling of being fully recovered. And uh, because my experience with OA was I didn't have recovery at all for the first two years, didn't even hear about the big book. And then, you know, when I lost the weight, I was at a meeting where my sponsor would say I was dieting with group support, didn't work the steps. And, of course, everyone in that group relapsed. And, you know, finally, after all this time, I'm, you know, in a group that understands the importance of addressing that, um, you know, strange mental twist and the allergy of the body. And, um, and I'm so grateful that uh, I finally found you guys. So uh, with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you very much, Len P. Penny LC, you're up, followed by Katherine M. Good morning, Elaine, and good
10: morning to everyone on the line. This is Penny LC, a Grateful Recovered Compulsive Over Eater from the State of Washington. And um, I write taking those words precisely how we have recovered tells me that's the main purpose of this book, but that's also the main purpose of my 12-step work. That's the main purpose of one of my goals in life is to pass on what has been passed to me thanks to this program. And I had a a perfect example of of just what were, we're speaking about with this, because I was on a on another phone meeting, um, an OA phone meeting, and um, I qualify on that meeting saying I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And um, I actually had someone call me after the meeting and ask me about that. And at the time I also uh, pitched about how I uh, used the telephone for the 10th step. And so she she um, asked me, first of all, about saying that I'm recovered, and secondly, about how I use the, the phone for the 10th step. And so it was a chance, really, for me to pass on what this big book is, is trying to help us understand, that there is recovery and we can be recovered one day at a time based on our fit spiritual fitness. And um, it's... It is wonderful that we can go out and spread that um, that that truth and that knowledge um, from this study. And I also wanted to uh, note in this paragraph that it speaks to tradition five, and even though the tradition isn't specifically denoted here, but there it is. You know that um, that in our program. Each group has but one primary purpose, to carry a message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. And that's the group purpose. That's, that's my individual purpose as well. Um, and then when it, when it mentions many do not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person, I think it really shows the concern about you know, um, educating uh, the, the truth of this disease. When you look at this book and realize there's an entire chapter reaching out to the families, re- another entire chapter reaching out to the wives, and a third entire chapter reaching out to the employers, you know, these these authors of this book wanted to spread the knowledge and and help target it to the individuals, not just the alcoholic, but also those in their lives. And you know Gentleman. what a thank you. And what a great purpose that was fulfilling. And with that
0: I'll pass. Thank you, Penny L C.
6: Catherine M, you're up next, followed by Danielle C. Thanks, this is Catherine M, a recovered compulsive overeater eater in Rainy, Seattle. I want to talk about the seemingly because it's really important that we are not hopeless. It seems absolutely hopeless. It seems darker than a gray Seattle morning out there. We are not helpless. We are powerless. But that's different because there is one who has power. That one is God. And then you find something, some power greater than yourself. There was a study that they did with some dogs and These dogs were in a place where they were subjected to an electric shock, but they could stop the shock if they could push this button with their nose. So that was one group of dogs. The second group of dogs couldn't stop the shock on their own. They were yoked to the first group, and if the the first dog would stop the shock, shock, then it would stop for them too. And that second group of dogs learned pretty quickly that they were helpless. That. They couldn't do anything, and so they would just lay there. And then in the second phase of the experiment, when they would put all of these dogs into a different kind of pen where there was a shock, but they could jump a low fence to get away from it, the first group of dogs learned really quick, oh, okay, to stop the shock now, I just jumped the fence. The second group of dogs just lay there because they had learned that there was nothing they could do to stop the shock. So when I came in, I was that hopeless. I really didn't think there was anything. I was still going to meetings. I was, I, I was you know, I was desperate, but I, I didn't know what to do. And then I learned what to do. I learned that, first of all, I can't just stop my eating by willpower. That's like trying to push a button that's not going to work. I had to ask God and say, God, please help me stop. You know, if you don't want me to eat this, please take this away from me. And I was blessed to find a recovered sponsor many, many years ago who took me through the big book paragraph by paragraph. So you know, if you're feeling helpless, if you're feeling hopeless, maybe you're just doing the wrong thing, take up the big book, get a recovered sponsor, call in every morning. If you hear people at face-to-face meetings who are feeling helpless and hopeless, tell them there is hope, there is another power, there is another way take up the phone you know we are so blessed to have this technology when i first got into oa we didn't have voicemail then you know (laughs) we had tape answering machines and trying to find meetings was, was difficult and i i've been so thrilled to have these meetings that i can call into and hear the same things that my first sponsor told me over and over and over again so we are not helpless we are not hopeless we are powerless but there is a higher power who can absolutely take this disease away. And I had it literally plucked away so that I could get through Halloween without even the thought of, of eating this stuff. And I tell you, I was I organizing my group's candy drive, so I had $1,500 worth of candy in my car from Costco, two pallets. Didn't even blink to eat it, you know. That, that is how I know I'm recovered, and I'm really blessed. And thank you for letting me share.
0: I pass. <laughs> thank you, Catherine M. Danielle C., you're up next, followed by Kathleen O. Good morning. Uh, ah, thank you, Danielle.
11: Yeah, good morning. My name is Danielle G. I'm a recovering compulsive over here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I just as we read this, I was really grateful to be able to get on, get on be able to get on the call this morning. Um, I underlined three things that really jumped out at me in my big book. Uh, Many women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, the alcoholic is a very sick person, and our way of living has its advantages for all. And that, for me, just sums up why I continue in this program, other than the fact that it saves my life and I've tried every other house on the street, and this is the one that I found some comfort in to build a home. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been in program this month, marked seven years of me being um, in OA rooms. I've sponsored many people. I've had a few sponsors myself. I just picked up another one to help me with my food situation. It's a really interesting thing here in Atlanta. We can't mention specific foods and meetings, which causes me trouble because I'm coming from the Midwest where we could talk about certain food items and that helped me because there are certain food items and specific ingredients that trip me up the most. But I was just glad to read this that our way of living has its advantages for all because I can sit in rooms and I can pick out all the differences among myself and those who are occupying the space. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the one common denominator that we have that equalizes all of us is that we have issues with food that we are looking to stop one day at a time. And so I always feel like I have a place and a space in these meetings. And I've traveled to other countries and I've participated in meetings on cruise ships and other areas that have always affirmed for me that I'm in the right place. I've heard my story told so many times by people in different backgrounds, different nationalities, religion, different genders. And it it just speaks to the fact that together we are a mighty force and that I couldn't do any of what I'm doing right now, including remaining abstinent without the help of the fellowship. I'm very grateful for it. I'm very grateful for the women that I sponsor. I'm very grateful for my sponsors, and I'm especially grateful for this meeting and the the opportunity, rather, to be on the call this morning. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Danielle G. Kathleen O. You're up next, followed by Mo H., Thank
7: you so much. Good morning. This is Kathleen O, oh, Recovered Compulsive Overeater, Overeater in Northern California. And with Alcoholics Anonymous, there are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. A seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. That gives me hope that I can recover. Recover meaning I'm going to return to a normal state of health and mind and strength. Um, you know, this this uh I love how they um italicize the to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered. So um, you know, on page six in Bill's story he talks about the remorse, horror and hopelessness of the next morning are unforgettable after having a, a night of binge drinking. And I used to wake up every morning like that because I would swear all the time, you know, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it and I'd I'd start all over again and do it and go to bed feeling horrible and wake up feeling exactly what he describes there. This remorse, this hopelessness, um, this dread of waking up and swearing it off that I wasn't going to do it again. And so if you're new, there is so much hope here. And it's like, we're going to give you a key and then we're going to show you a door. So if you need this, we're going to give you a key. If you want this, we're going to show you the door that that opens but you have to take the action and put the key in the door and open it. You know the key is the big book the door we 're going to you know you're going to get a sponsor that's going to walk you through this stuff you know and explain all this, walk you through the pages of this they'll They'll go through it with you together and and all you have to do is take the action and follow the directions and you too can be one of millions of people today who are recovered meaning we've been we've been restored we 've been returned to a normal state of mind and body and that is huge. I had, I had a lot of extra weight in my body, but I had 10 times that extra weight between my ears. And to have a clear mind and, you know, to be able to go through life um, facing challenges and, and still, you know, coming out at the end, being grateful for the day and being thankful. Um, it's, and, and not waking up. It's like I wake up now and I just feel so good because my mind is clear and my body is not covered in extra weight anymore and so there is hope in this and this program does work you just have to take the action and do it
0: thank you i pass thank you kathleen now
5: mo h you're up next hey good morning my name
8: is mo h and i'm recovered compulsive eater from northern california also i'm so glad we are doing this again today because there were so many good shares yesterday and um that I get a chance to see what God has for me in this today. Um, We, uh, I'm going to focus on the we, because I think for 28 years in the rooms for me, I did not want to become a we. I was going to control this. I was going to do this my way. I followed directions somewhat, but not entirely. And I never, ever, ever studied the big book, the way I have been doing it for the last two years. And it wasn't until I got a sponsor, who I believe was part of this vision program, I didn't know it at the time, and who was uh, dissecting the big book with me. So to start on page XIII and to read this paragraph, which has so much information in it, I just skipped it. I just skipped it. I didn't know that, but Today, look at all the words that have been spoken about before, uh, from the hopelessness of mind and body uh, to precisely how we have recovered. And I, yes, I was one of those people that questioned all of the people that would say they have recovered. I say, what does that mean? I don't understand that. And my sponsor would say, just stay on that phone meeting and you'll hear why. And now i I take that for myself, that I am recovered because I have neutrality around the food. It does not bother me. I can go anywhere and weigh and measure my food and be happy and content. I am abstinent happily, as I hear being said. Um, So um, with that, I guess I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Mo H. So for those who... um who have just
0: joined us or joined us a little late, we're commenting on the first paragraph in the Forward to the First Edition, which is found on page XIII, the first um, paragraph, beginning with We of Alcoholics Anonymous. Who would like to comment on that paragraph today? Sherry right hey, KB. Okay. I heard Sherry KB. <laughs> and that's all I got. So can we... Uh, can. Noel C.
5: Carl
0: Wendy O. Wendy M. Wendy M. Uh, and I think I heard Carl. Carl O. And um, okay, so I've got Sherry K. D. Melanie C. Wendy M. And Carl. And who else wants to share?
5: John K. Reggie.
0: Okay. John K and Reggio, T. I thought I heard you, Reggie O and LayAut T D. That's a great start. Thank you so much. So we've got um Sherry K B, Melanie C, Wendy M, Carl O, uh John K, Reggie O, and Laya T D. And um so uh Sherry K B, please go ahead. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry K
12: B in Northern California. Grateful recovered, compulsive reader. Uh, thank you so much for your service, Elaine, and and everyone on the line, and welcome to the newcomers. And, uh, you know, I just, I love being able to say the word recovered, um, that, you know, when I walked in, when I first heard it on the line uh, four years ago, I was kind of taken back by when I heard people recovered, and I had all kinds of mixed feelings about that, and then once I was taken through the book with a step guide, I learned what recovered really meant. And, um, you know, for me, today, recovered means that um, the food is down, Um, I'm neutral around the food, I'm abstinent happily, Um, I work the steps, I live in the steps, Um, I have a toolkit that teaches me uh, how to solve my life problems, along, of course, with a higher power. And so, um, this book is showing me exactly how I can do it, and there's such hope here, and um, I'm so grateful for it. And, you know, I when I go into the room sometimes, uh, people look at me like, what do you mean by recovered, Sherry? And I I am recovered because, you know, I didn't know I had a twofold illness. I also have a spiritual malady, but I had a twofold illness that I didn't realize that I had. See, I only thought my problem was losing weight. I didn't realize that the problem lied between my ears and so i needed to get recovered between the body and the mind and my spirit and so this book shows me and it says this is you know this is the way we live here um the actual um our sorry my my cat just pushed my book sorry um anyhow it it talks about here that um sorry um our way of living our way of living is the 12 steps and uh, and if you notice, um, if you look on page 20, and I mentioned this yesterday, um, and I love that we're asked to be talked about it again today because this is really important, folks. Um, it says, we have recovered from a hopeless condition of mind and body, um, and that it is the purpose of this book to answer such questions specifically, like how do we recover? And so we've got directions here on how to recover. And then on page 45 it says, um, you know, the, the lack of, of power was our dilemma. We had to find a power which could, we could live, and it had to be a power greater than ourselves. And then it says, this is exactly what this book is about. The The object is to enable us to find a power greater than ourselves to solve our problems so we can be recovered. And I just love this, and I love the fact that we're being asked to talk about this again because it's so important. It's so important that you can recover, too. And just keep listening and keep calling in every day without a pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sherry KB. Melanie C., you're up next, followed by Wendy M. Thank you, Elaine B. Melanie C. here, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Oregon. I wanted to talk about my experience with um, the line that says, for them, we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be necessary my experience with that is the attempts that I made for my mental illness. I I say that very tenderly here as well as um my obesity. I tried so many decades to do something about that and and um spared no expense in doing so. In places that I would go, people that I would see, medications that I would take. So so desperate, I, I lent an entire lifetime to trying to set this thing straight on my own with very, very gifted, um, educated, certified people. And bless their hearts, they tried desperately to ease my sadness. And then I came into the rooms of a 12-step room of, of OA and they shared with me some wonderful things. And then I got permission to also work things that were going to be good for me and helpful for me, and I was going to be able to determine that for myself. And um, I found that I still was lacking, still some lacking things. I was still hurting very, very much, hurting very, very much. And then, as my higher power would have it, kept bringing me along, and Kave gave me this particular methodology, but said, keep it real clean, Melanie. Keep it real specific. Keep it simple and see if that doesn't do something for you different. Keep an open mind and do that. And then somebody jumped in this this hell hole that I dug for myself with a flashlight and their hand to just show the way pulling my hand up out of it Precisely, And I'd go to the side road and i What say, wait, wait, wait. come back to the center. And then I'd go to the side road again, come back to the center. Over and over and over again, holding my feet to the fire, keeping it very clear for me because my mind was very fuzzy. And my pain was so great that I kept wanting to go back to what I knew, the comfort of what I knew, even though it was miserable. So no further authentication, no further planned in this that's being conclusive that's unquestionable that this particular plan did something for me practicing something for six decades that just wasn't possible except to answer simply finding someone that has interpreted this book that can share it with me that gave me a change of life my personality is not the same as it was I can't even tell you where this came from, how it came, except to explain it was simply the power that came into me, somebody taught me in this big book. Precisely. I hope that you have to go nowhere else, nowhere else, to find the relief from this malady. The chains have been broken and it's free. Thanks for letting me share. I'll pass. Thank you, Melanie C. Wendy M., you're up next, followed by Carlo P. Yes,
13: good morning. It's Wendy M, recovered in Boulder, Colorado, and grateful to be on the line and thank you, God, for the abstinence I have this morning. Um, and I, I first thing I need to say is we. Um, I really needed to jump in today um, and do it so imperfectly. I needed to get on the line because I need to be a part of today. Um, tomorrow is my son's bar mitzvah. And, um, you know, in the past, that would have been an excuse to go very far away and isolate and get really scared and then control absolutely everybody and everything that moves. Um, And to be fair, I am in fear, absolutely. Um, And I'm wanting to control. And I need to call you guys and say those words. Because part of being recovered, that state of mind, that my mind is changing, Last night, my mom entered the room and I got really triggered and I went in the other room and I prayed, lean into God. And I thought the thought that came to me was, how can I be useful in this moment? That is a recovered mind. I would have never thought that before. I would have absolutely spent the rest of the evening in a lot of blame and anger and control. And, you know, it lasts about 45 seconds. But I know to walk away and pause when agitated or doubtful, when I'm in self-seeking or selfish motives. And that's what I did. And um, so so I just need to say that the other part about a recovered body is um, I ordered all the food for the four days of events. I didn't touch any of it. I have no idea what it tastes like. Um, And you know what? Tonight's party, it's just another Friday. And tomorrow, the food tomorrow is just another Saturday. You know, my food's already ordered. I've already prepped all my food last night. That's a recovered state of mind and body. That's taking care of myself so that I can show up and be present for other people. All my job is this weekend is just to be of service. What can I bring to the occasion? How can I be of service? How can I help others? And that will get me unblocked the entire time. That will keep me unblocked. And when I forget and I get in fear and control, I get to call one of you immediately I get to walk away, get to God, and call, call you, and that's a recovered state of mind right there, you know, because 120 20 people are coming, and I just can't control all of them as much as I wish I could, really, yeah. um, you know, but God's like, that's, that's not going to be helpful. And then the last thing I'll say, I was at a face-to-face meeting, and someone said, this bar is not about you, Wendy, it has nothing to do with you, it's about your son. And I was like, oh, the word of God. I just heard the word of God. And again, recovered mind can receive that information. It can sink into my body. And I got it. I got it. It ain't about me. And what a relief that is. Oh, thank you, God, for that information. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful message. And um, I just want to say, if you are struggling, please call me. I'm happy to be of service today. Thank you so much for letting me share, and I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Wendy. Um, Carlo P., you're up next, followed by John K.
14: Hi, this is Carlo P. from Los Angeles, and uh, thank you, everybody, for making this meeting possible. It's such a great um, passage from the big book. Um, right now, my, uh, actually, I don't want to say my, I say the sponsee that I'm working with, because really, he's God's sponsee, and, and I'm just kind of, Showing up to help um, is leading a meeting an in person meeting, and I'm one hundred percent confident that he's just delivering um, the recovery that we get from this book um, It's been an amazing process to just surrender get out get out of the way, have my own recovery, and share with another man in person that um, you know really needed the big book and uh, had been struggling and just getting beat up by this disease for over a decade and to see him have 90 days, um, and just know that we're doing it together. And I say we, because he's so inspiring to me now that, you know, when he's sharing the captions that he reads with me and sharing his inspiration with, um, what he gets from the big book and all the amazing recovery that, uh, he's getting in his life. Um, we were just talking about yesterday, how he was, uh, i mentioned you know you were so scared when you you know we're going to surrender to this program let your will go and surrender the foods that were making your life crazy and you know just the other day he was sharing with how it's helping his career and you know people are, are wanting to work with him because of the example that he has of health and how his wife his family members are asking him what he's doing he's got all these people coming to him for help and um he thought it was going to be the opposite. He thought he was going to be being made fun of. Why don't, why don't you eat this? Why don't you eat that? Or, you know, um, you know, so it's really beautiful. And, and he stood in his strength. Well, I don't know his strength. He received strength from this program and, and stood strong and shared his example with the world. And it's, um, didn't hide, uh, didn't hide from being a food addict. And his example is really helping a lot of people. And he's carrying that forward and, that's the same reason why he came to me at the same meeting that he's leading this morning. He came to me because he heard his message. So this is just beautiful. It's just a wee program. And honestly, I was so, uh, you know, mentally ill and emotionally deranged that before this, uh, program really working this program, no, no one ever (laughs) approached me to sponsor them for probably like eight years. So, it's a much different story these days and I really owe it all to this program and, um, you know, just what we're doing here and the precise directions and, you know, um, you know, if you're not in a life or death situation, um, my experience is that the life I was living was basically a spiritual, emotional death and it was a black hole. So it may not have been, you know, knocking at, uh, the hospital door ready to die physically. I, I was a Gentle walking zombie. So thank you. Um, this program has saved my life. Uh, <clears throat> I it.
0: Thank you, Carlo P. John K., you're up next, followed by Reggie O.
15: <coughs> Good morning. Uh- This is uh, John Kiernan, recovered compulsive o reader in Los Angeles on his way to Glen Rose, Texas. Thanks for everybody on Team Friday. Um, I'm just going to share a a short thing because I did share in this yesterday, but, you know, something jumped out at me this morning that didn't jump out at me yesterday, which is the wonderful thing about the big book. I always joke they're putting new pages in on me. I don't know how they're doing it, but there'll be something I see that I didn't see before (laughs) And anyway, the, the line that popped out of me today is the alcoholic is a very sick person. You know, we all take this for granted now. We've been around. We came into program. We heard about this right away. This was revolutionary when Dr. Silkworth brought it up. And you know, uh, you know, there's people who get the Nobel Prize for medicine because they saved a lot of lives for different things. And this guy, Dr. William Silkworth, will never get that recognition, but how many lives did this guy save by bringing what was a revolutionary thing? You know, people who win the Nobel Prize for medicine, you should have some idea of something that everybody looks at, scoffs at, until he or she proves it. And then everybody comes around to it. Now the medical community does say, yes, addiction is a sickness and illness, but then it was not seen. And anyway, I just wanted to say, you know, there are a lot of uh, Nobel Prizes for Medicine out there, various things, but this guy is the one who saved my life and saved many lives of a lot of my friends, and with that, I pass.
0: Thank you very much, John Kay. We have about five minutes left, so um, if Reggio and Lea T.D. could share for about two and a half minutes each, they both have time. So, Reggio, you're next, followed by Lea T.D.
1: Thank you. Good morning, Elaine. Thank you so much for your service and everybody who's on the line this morning. I'm so glad we're reading this paragraph twice. I was coming in this morning thinking, oh, gosh, I'm not ready to go on. This is such an amazing paragraph. And, uh, the, the thing is when I look at my book <clears> that's <throat> in front of me right now that stands out is the we, which is I have highlighted in orange and circled and circled and highlighted in orange because I need to remember that. Um, you know, that this is all about we. And it doesn't happen in, you know, this does not happen in isolation. It doesn't happen when Reggie tries to do it for herself. But there is this we. And I it, I was also reminded of many, many years ago. And I was in program at the time. But I did, there was a lot that I didn't understand. And I was in this year-long personal development program. And in about two, that I don't know, quarter, third of the way through, I remember just standing up in the group and it was like I had this aha. And I said, I need, I feel like I need an army of people behind me. And I, um, And I have learned over time, and I think I probably understand at a deeper level now that I've been in in vision than I ever did before, how true that really is and how this is the army of people that I need behind me, because this, you know, dis-ease has been the core, you know, has been the core of so much... um, Devastation in my life, and that when I look back at that, and to think that I would continue doing the same thing, and forget that time after time again, you know, the the trail of uh, whatever the trail was that I had left behind in every area as a result of this, then I really could see it as a mental disorder, you know, as a as a hopeless uh, state or a seemingly hopeless. State. State of mind and body. I've also loved the word precisely today. I specifically love the word precisely. If I, because it's all here, you know. Here's the the first proof is the 100 people who did it this way, you know. And then there's been proof over decades of the, the way this precision works, you know, and, and we have, you know, had at least at some point over 4,500 members on this phone who have found the message in a very short period of time, I guess, four or five years. I forget exactly how long we've, this has been happening, but you know, if, if, yeah, when I get out of the way, I can say, you know, I don't have to, I, I have to do the work and it, I mean, that's the, you know, that's the part of it that I have to do is I have to do the work, but, it's all laid out here for me, you know, to just simply follow. And the thing that I didn't know before was I didn't understand how the the hopeless state of mind and body. I didn't really didn't really understand or believe about the allergy or get it somehow, but that the essential issue was in my mind because why would I do that if I you know why would I do that with all of the evidence that I'd accumulated over time pick up those things and think this time it would be different but you know it's um, we have something
0: thank you Elaine
1: we have something very precious here I'm very grateful for
0: it thank you thank you very much and Lea C.D. we have about two minutes for a show please
5: thank you thank you to everybody good morning um Oh, yeah, uh, I was, I love the book, uh, you know, they, this is the, forward to the first edition, which is um, those first 100 men and women who have suffered so greatly, uh, badly, into in institutions with treatments, and people treated them like mentally ill people, and they have crossed from insanity to sanity. And this is why I am so excited, because this, to say that i am recovered, there's no ego there. It's, you know, it's what happened to me, and I am so grateful for that, from a place of unsafety in the world where it comes to food, whether I ate salad or whether I ate food that were triggering. I was never safe around the food, to a place of safety, uh, from a place of insanity in my body to a place of sanity, you know. And to get to, from one extreme to another, some precise direction needed to, be given, needed to be given to me. There couldn't be any wishy-washy just for today, go to another meeting. For someone like me who was so gravely hopeless and despaired, that wishy-washy tried. don't let the, the miracle before, all the little things that I would hear, the slogans just was not enough for me to to make the transition to have the psychic change happen, you know. And I, you know, the big book. I I remember having a conversation with a lady, and she said she's an alcoholic, and she said, "What's all this thing with recovery?" You know, I mean, it's only set, they only say it once in the book, and we said it's in the book, and she said, "Well, oh, it's only once," and and we went through the book, and there's seven times, nineteen times mentioned recovered, and it's not just a word, it's, 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 it's a miracle that happened to those people, it's a miracle that happened to me, and I feel it in my gut for almost eight years, and I'm going to close, it says we are sure that our way, those alcoholics, the first alcoholic, of living has been an advantage for all, which means to overeaters like me too, because these are alcoholics devoted, so maybe for gamblers and overeaters and people like me who are not alcoholics can also have the advantage of recovering through this precise um, message. I love you all. Have a great weekend. Okay. Thank you very much, Lea T.D., and thank you to everybody who,
0: who has shared. We'll now transition the meeting by reading from the big book on page 164. Will Penny Elsie please read A Vision for You?
10: Yes, thank you, Elaine. This is Penny Elsie.